seen that show about yes, those autistic people show. it's fucking great it made me cry at the end whenever they get married oh yeah it was so sweet because that one kid was like Ugh. he's like uh these socks are not navy they're they're blue and she, she was like so you know whatever we got to go get married and he's just like nope not gonna leave the house not gonna do it and she goes fine we'll go get you some new socks and he was like okay uh yeah that show is crazy because i was like man these guys are finding love and they're retarded yeah you know what i mean i can't even maddie stewart i can't yeah you're like i can't even find i i can't even go on a second date i can't even find something i'm pretty sure i catfished somebody i got catfished the other night wait did you you fuck that that german chick no oh nah dude you look like you look like you bang exclusively german though (laughs) You know how guys, oh. certain, certain guys have like their car brand? They're, they're yeah. like, I'm a Ford or a Cadillac, man. You you look like you just fuck German. Germans all day. <laughs> no, it's, you, you know, I, I don't think I could be with a German because, see, they're used to uncircumcised dicks. Mm, and gross. so, like, I feel like I'd be getting like a little, she used a little more girth yeah, because you, of that foreskin. You action. got a little less coverage on the fl- on the old fuselage. I do. It's more cone. Oh, by the way, if you're going to do stuff for audio, this is the one you got to turn that up. I don't. I. I You're not I, doing drops. No, no. Gave up on it. Well, it doesn't read through. I don't know why. And so until I get that fixed or figured out, there's no point. You think it's through the garage band? It's not reading, or is it because it works when I you do drops? It I, I don't know what the difference is with my with my setup in Garage Band, but <laughs> it just doesn't pick mine, up. Yeah. 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 But no, that bitch was batshit crazy, dude. I I knew better not to even try it. Really? Because again, I'm trying to like. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to evolve. And I'm recording. Are we recording? I'm oh. a, yeah, we've been recording. Oh, I, oh yeah, yeah, perfect, yeah. perfect. <laughs> so, for, for those of you just <laughs> tuning in, uh, Jamie is telling us about the last time he said the N word and <laughs> the German chick that he's currently ghosted because she's yeah. bad shit crazy. Yeah, she's. Just, I'm just trying to evolve, man. man. I'm trying to elevate my game, and it's just like the way I looked at it. Like, if I have sex with this crazy chick, mm-hmm. I have learned nothing. Yeah, you know. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm really just trying to be like, now, would it be fun? Sure. Would it be just a quick release? You know, of course. But it's like, no. Yeah. I, I'm just, yeah. I just no. I don't want to do that to myself anymore. And she was already annoying. Like from the first five minutes, I was I met her. I was like, yeah, this is. I already I hated her. It yeah. was weird. Like I just I fucking hated her. Yeah, yeah. Dude, dating uh, dating weirdly uh, is kind of like uh, you know buying cars throughout your life. Like if you if you get sold a lemon once or twice and you keep going and like buying lemons, that's on you. Yeah. Like you know you you know when you were younger you used to like you used to hook up with chicks that you knew you just actively didn't like, but you mm-hmm. knew that they were down to fuck God. all the time. Yes. And then you have to <laughs> deal with the repercussions of your actions, yes. which you deserve a hundred percent. Of course, you hundred percent earn that. But it you you learn really quickly if you're smart and you're not a complete fucking idiot yeah. that the juice isn't worth the squeeze on the other side of that one. A hundred percent. And if you can get laid with it, generally, I guess what my point is, if you can get laid with this crazy bitch, 
then you can get laid with a fucking non-crazy bitch. Well, but you see, just have to be patient theory, and shut your but, dick up. But that's the but see, I think that's where I've been maybe deceiving myself, right? Because crazy chicks are the easy pickings. They're right. easy. They they'll they'll fuck almost whoever. So I started and thinking good sex. And, and and usually yes, it's pretty bomb. You know, I mean honestly. The, some of the best sex I've had have all been crazy chicks. Yeah. But the thing about it is, then I started thinking, Wake okay, up and look like you, like a fucking, like you were fucking, uh, what do they call that? When you pull the sheets over uh, the top of your head? A Dutch oven. A Dutch You oh. look like you were Dutch ovening <laughs> yeah. a cat. You're just scratches all over your fucking body, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you're just depleted. You're oh, just like, God. dude, I am like out of cum. All, you know I mean? all fluids. Like, all fluids are drained. But it's like, I started thinking like, all right, well, if it's easy to have sex with crazy chicks, obviously. But I was just like, so what would be hard? Probably finding like a good gal. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, okay, that maybe that means I'm not a good dude if I can't attract those kinds of women. If I'm only attracting these crazy bitches, maybe I'm a crazy dude. Right. How, how, what do you, how do you meet women? What's your like, do you do apps? Man, I, no. I, I, I've grabbed it for like, two days and then i met her and i was like this is why i don't do apps yeah. <laughs> you know my, my the best i've ever had you know usually like when it comes to like meeting actual people has been through just life and experiences right. so now it comes the patient game you know i'm right. just like all right well hopefully i'll just run into some random chick that isn't put off by me hitting on her you know what i mean that's right. like, which is nowadays that's what's nice about the apps you approach a girl you better have a fucking sick opening line. Right. Otherwise, it's like, don't ever talk to me. Yeah, don't yeah. fucking look at me. You yeah, know, no, they so just the don't thing. respond. Yeah, or they just, Dude. well, that's what's great about the apps because then they don't, you know, don't have to respond to them. Also, it's the whole thing. But like, if you're the kind of tool that opens a conversation with, hey, how's your weekend? You know, it's like, I have zero game. You don't deserve. Well then, what do you, well then, how do you do it? Step your shit I, up. I don't. How do you get? By? I respect women so much. I completely stay away from them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a gentleman! What a modern man! Uh, no, I thought, uh, dude, I literally, you know, I only do comedy. So where am I going to fucking meet a girl? Right. He's a creature of he, 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 dude. He is a creature of fortune. He's like a coyote he, or like a hyena. No, they come just, to you. He's looking for a wounded animal or anything. <laughs> yeah, anything you can... <laughs> whoever fucking makes the move first. I didn't oh, just, dude. you know, I no fat chicks. No, I mean no. ever or no. Oh, no, I've, oh, I've, had some <laughs> I've had some fat chicks. Don't get me wrong. Just, just no more. But it's just yeah. It's like I'm not going to go from what what I was married to to not someone that's hot yeah and i'm especially not going to date someone that's not at least half as classy as my ex-wife you always, right. you, that that is a cardinal rule after a breakup is you never downgrade you yeah, gotta I'm upgrade not gonna do that. or you end up feeling like a complete piece of shit like a fucking jerk off welcome yeah. to the show this is cultivator of weird we have the grown-ass man jamie gravy here yo um like you know fucking fantastic comic obviously a really like uh, I, I don't even know how to put it uh, uh but a newfound like a newborn gentleman oh thank you could we say that i think i've been a closeted gentleman for a long time yeah. you see what i mean been a closeted a few things yeah, uh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we got mason smith with us once again right. for color commentary as i like to put it hey i'm white i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> getting some white commentary over here making my point for me <laughs> right now this, oh well we're gonna get i'll save my color commentary for off my <laughs> That's a little off color. Yeah. Well, this is you didn't even know I was going to be your uh, you didn't know I was going to be your guest till about ten minutes ago. Yeah, it was like fifteen twenty minutes. I get a call in the shower from uh, from old Mason Smith, and he goes, 
hey, uh, do you want to have JV Gravy on your podcast? And then I literally put my pants on and I heard knocking on my door and you were standing there and I was like, I'm I'm fucking, fucking, I guess we're doing that. I'm ready to go. Dude. dude, hell yeah. Always ready to ride. So Mason's, is he booking for you now for your our podcast? Hey, 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 I booked Jamie Gravy. I just... He's going to be here in it's 10 big, minutes. It's a big fine for you. Listen, <laughs> man, I'm I'm really busy. And obviously, you know, it, the word is out. I'm blowing up. So sure. I send him out of the house every once in a while when I got some shit to take care of. And he comes back. Gives with, me my Taco Bell money. Get you some Taco Bell and some beer. Go get a quesadilla, bitch. No, um, I, I, it, I'm I super happy this worked out. Thank Same, you for being yeah, here, man. Of course. I know time is, is, is very precious. but uh, I, I figured really this is definitely it. better, I think, than a four-minute mic. Because it's content that's going to be seen and heard. Uh, that's the way I look at yeah, it. Yeah, Plus, yeah. you know, I, I love you guys. You are always fun. Oh, likewise, dude, I think I think, too, dude. I, I would count this just as 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 uh, uh productive productive yeah, as yeah, an yeah. open mic yeah i mean doing a podcast is another form of doing comedy it, yeah really. it is the banter the, right. the, the, the panel you know right. as they call it it's a good thing to be on mic yeah you know, agreed just, you know and it's an hour versus right you know four minutes right. five minutes i've been saying this too about comedy like the the, the one thing that is so crazy to me is like uh you hang out with these people for like i've I've been here for eight months now and i see some of these people like day day in day out like constantly not day in day out every night you see these people you hang out with them for like six or eight hours yeah you're bouncing around all these different places there's this weird camaraderie but like in this case specifically like i i think i would say i've been boys with you for like the better part of the last six months had beers we've gone out done shows together i don't know anything about you dude <laughs> outside of your material and the fact that you're yeah, like that's the way i like to keep yeah, it. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know, it's like right. it's, it's like spycraft but no but I, it's it's crazy to me because like that's it's a lot of people you yeah know? and it is. so this is an opportunity you get to sit down and actually talk to people for an extended amount of time when you're still going for the bit like you're always going for a joke or whatever sure. but like you actually get to talk about some real shit yeah so and on stage i, I can't like talk about like how like you know i'm a satanist and i have girls in my dungeon you know i can't I was talk just about ask, that on so stage. at what age did you tell your parents that you were you were gay a 12 fuck yeah dude i came out That's early so brave thank you thank you and Live then your I, truth and then i'm snapping my fingers for you right <laughs> now and then i realized <laughs> I was Once. really, I was really doing it just to be cool at the time because yeah, it was very yeah, popular. Yeah. I'm really, I was a closeted heterosexual, mm-hmm. and that was even more confusing for my parents when I had to tell them that years later at yeah. Thanksgiving. You know, they're like, "I were proud of you." I don't. It's <laughs> weird. Like, I actually like pussy. Yeah, and they, you should have heard the gasps. <gasps> what about all those dicks? I know you sucked. <laughs> what about all those? <laughs> they didn't call you Jamie, Jamie Gravy for nothing. <laughs> yeah, Jesus yeah. is gravy real. Chain. I told you, Karen. Slurp, slurping that gravy comes. We had a normal. See, gravy's too gay. I'm thinking about going by Gravit, my, my last name. I'm thinking about ditching gravy. Why? Because I, I do like my last name. I'm proud of it. It's sure. not like I haven't been. And gravy just kind of happened. And now I'm like at this point where, yeah, people make either the gay jokes or like, oh, I'm going to come on you joke. Sure. And it's fine. It's like, <laughs> you know. I've literally never thought of those yeah. until just now. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've heard like ass gravy, which is just like diarrhea. I'm like, I've heard. And then oh. so like, it's only like the, the, the brothers, you know, that will be like, Make it sound cool. Right, yeah. Jamie Gravy. Yeah, yeah. Gravy, baby. Hey, yeah. man, come on. Is man. that who gave you the gravy? No, it was actually a white kid back when I was in middle school, but I started going by it because no one would pronounce grab it right, which mm. is weird because it's exactly how it looks on paper. And so I just started using it and then things started picking up steam and then I was kind of stuck with it. Yeah. And then I didn't really think about it until years later. Now I'm kind of like, oh, shit, I don't know. 
I'm stuck with it or if it'd be harder to change it back or, you know, I don't know. It's a whole it could thing. be uh, Jamie Gravity. Ooh. I only heard that my whole life. Oh, you did? <laughs> you did. They, <laughs> is that what they called you in basketball? They'd be like, like Jamie hey, Gravity because he's sinking them fucking, Shit. what is the term for when you when you make baskets? Swish or something. Sinking those trees? Dra- they call three? They, it's buckets. called draining them. But draining buckets. Yeah, draining buckets. Because well, of the gravity. They, Raindrops, they, they, they would have had I ever made it on the court. Oh, okay. that, that was, I, I know I'm tall, but yeah. I'm terrible. Yeah. I'm terrible. You're a goofy school. tall. Goofy tall. Not athletic tall. <laughs> People definitely see you when you walk into a room. Like, you get yeah. noticed. And they're like, is that Slender Man? Am, yeah. I, am I dead? <laughs> no. And that's the worst part about it because it's like I've got this one great attribute. Yeah. Tall. Yeah, it's great. It's masculine. Well, ladies you're, love you're it. You're a good looking dude. I'm and not I'm, bad I'm, on the I'm eyes. I'm guessing you got a fucking piece on you. It's, 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 it's adequate. Hog. It's adequate. But like, it's like, but See, then it's like, I love when tall, like tall dudes say that their dick is adequate. I'm like adequate on your body. If you put your dick on my body, I'd be fucking crushing it. Dude. I can put my dick on your body. <laughs> Anytime. He's like, is your name Turkey? Cause you're about to get this gravy. Bitch. Oh, what's it? You want to get stuff? Oh, count it. Uh, no, so that's a swish. R- real talk. Like, uh, I, I know you've been how, how long have you been in comedy now? Uh just past six years. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So what about what about you? Actually, I don't uh I'm I'm just about eight months. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn, I didn't realize. I'm counting. So I did uh I did a couple of open mics in New York when I lived there. And that's why I was asking because I knew you and I had both lived there for a spell. Yeah. So b- back uh like four or five years ago, I did my first open mic at a bar uh in Williamsburg and then I really I I was having a blast doing it so I got on um Bad Slava. You remember that yeah, website? Oh god, yes. So fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Bad Slava. So I went on what is that? an endless list of mics on the internet. Most oh. of them are canceled or don't happen at yes. the time. They're all changed. It's like not So it's not I, like I, ATX okay. I will say no. for for the time that it was invented, it was actually super helpful. Yeah. And I found but just going out and talking to more comics, it was that was way better than yeah trying to go on but it was the first thing that someone recommended same so uh i did an open mic in new york like four or five years ago really fucking dug it and then i actually the old creek in long island city was the first place i did like a real open mic oh yeah in that dungeon yeah like downstairs that three minute bucket yeah dude and i actually love that spot like i used to take friends there we'd get drunk i met kyle canane um Fucking uh, JT Miller, oh, cool. a bunch. Of, I met a bunch of people there just hanging out at that bar. JT or TJ Miller? TJ Miller, sorry. Uh, and then um, I met Hans there. Yeah, I met Hans was in New York as well. Mic. Yeah, yeah. I, I, met, I remember him doing that circuit my time up there, and then I didn't see him again for a couple of years, and moved down here, and I was yeah. like, oh, there's Hans. Uh, dude, it's the craziest thing too because I met him originally at that LIC Creek. And then I saw him again in the backyard at Creek in August when I was when <laughs> I first moved here. It's fucking yeah, crazy. It's so bizarre. And he was still autistic. It was the nuttiest thing. I, I figured <laughs> so, he would have grown out of it. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> strange. You don't grow out of autism. Apparently, it's, it's, apparently it's not work. like a lisp. <laughs> no. <you know? laughs> Can't work on it. If only, if only he was Australian. So, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, because he could be on low on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you, you turn the corner around six years. Yeah. You're, you're originally a Dallas guy, right? Exactly. That's okay. where I started. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And so you've, have you been like touring and doing the road? Are you road dogging or? Um, I did a little bit, you know, with my, my time with Eddie Griffin, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. took me on the road a lot. Congratulations, by the way, man. That's a fucking, that's a big one. So sick. Yeah. It was unreal. It's honestly. kind of the brass ring when you're, when you're building up, like getting started is like, 
getting seen by a guy that, that that's that tenured and yeah. wants to take you out and like put you on. Yeah. That's the that's the fucking goal. Dude, right. Especially that's the goal. because so I, I I have a thing that I'm working out right now about this, but like every dude, every white dude's dream is to impress a black guy. Yeah. It's great. In some way. Yeah. No, it's great because you it's like... You impressed a black comedian, it will, And not only that, it's, it's for me... It was, That's the brass ring. It's great for sure. But what I really like about it now is like this future... I've got this... I feel like I've got this future get out of jail free card. Oh, yeah. Once, you know, if I ever got big and the cancellation Dude, comes... Dude, when your N-word compilation comes right, out, right. all you have to do is go, Eddie. Hey, what up, dude? Talk, yeah, it's talk all, to him, baby. It's all, <laughs> shoot, that motherfucker, he says the... He, says the craziest I bet the green joke. room hang with him oh, is fucking it's, insane. It's wild. It's gotta be. He'll say like he'll say like black people jokes, mm-hmm. like you know, like hard R. Yeah. Like like jokes that you would hear like redneck saying alone. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, that's the craziest. Hell yeah. It's it's so that's just been a treat just listening to those fucking things. Uh, like making notes so I can go tell my dad. Do you get to do you get to kick it like in his green room or do you have your does he put you in like a different green room? No, is he, no, we, is he we cool like that. Or? Yeah, we're we're pretty close like that. I mean, uh, to yeah, we I hang out in his green room. Fuck um, yeah. so we're cool in that regard. I should have been to his house like a, over a dozen times. Oh, that's so sick. Yeah, and his house crazy. is he lives in Vegas. Yeah, he lives in Vegas. He's that's, gotta have a baller bad. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. pretty sick, dude. That's yeah. so dope, dude. Yeah. What's crazy about it is like walking into his his house and especially his man cave right he's got i mean it's an insanely cool man cave and all the memorabilia mm. on his walls alone is worth i told him i was like dude you're you could sell your fucking wall and have a million dollars right yeah i mean i'm ta- i'm talking like original comedy albums from richard Pryor, like two of them like records actual records that release records to him because when because him and uh richard Pryor were really close oh, they, they so he kind of mentored eddie griffin so after he died a couple of those records were left to eddie yeah and so wow. he has those that were given to originally to richard Pryor. he's also got like original show posters from the apollo and the fucking like 70s of jackson wow, five dude. like in frames just i mean the craziest memorabilia you could imagine that alone, was, I mean, it's just like walking to, around his house like a like a kid. Yeah, and, you know, he's like, "Dude, come over here, get a drink, let's smoke a little or something." I'm just like, "Sorry, I'm just looking Check at your Check this shit out. Wall. This is back when Michael Jackson was still black. Yeah, <laughs> listen to <laughs> him. And he's like eating like I always I always picture Eddie Griffin eating the tomato in is the fucking in the hot tub. Deuce <laughs> Bigelow. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like. All right, I don't want to. I, I don't want to. I don't want to spend too much time on Eddie. This because sure. that's that, that's dope. But I, I wanted uh, you know we're here we're here talking to the about to blow up and be just as famous Jamie Gravy. About about to be and then it's, it's like 10 years later. No, oh, fuck you. You never know, dude. It, 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 honestly, like, you, you know, I, being being as early on as I am, like, there's, there's you know, a lot of, there's a lot of that fucking thought in your head. Of course, like, yeah. Where, where you're at currently and the shit that I see you working on, like, you, I don't think you have any anything to worry about. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, I think just naturally as comics, and I don't think no matter what you're doing, there's always that little, you I'm know, hack, that I'm little, trash. Yeah, yeah, that little yeah, piece yeah. of shit in you yeah. in the bag just going, going yeah, yeah, but you fucking, you should And for stop. some people in the room, it's true. Yeah, it's it's crazy but you know what man like as cool as that is it does take like a tremendous amount of luck and people are always like don't sell yourself short you got to be talented sure you got to be funny and talented but man that luck cannot be ignored so i give luck i give luck weight but i only give luck weight if there's hustle behind it you're sure because you i mean you 
lucky you being in a room with fucking, you know, Eddie Griffin, Eddie Murphy, fucking, you know, Crystalia, Brendan Schaub, fucking Tony Hinchcliffe, whatever. If you're not a funny motherfucker and you didn't, you didn't pass the bar, then you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So there's gotta be something you you have to have like the 10,000 hours out of the way before luck can take over. Well, it's like the the old saying, it's like that saying where they say it's when, uh, capability meets opportunity uh-huh, right uh-huh, and, and that's true like during your off time you need to prepare for those opportunities mm-hmm. that you don't know when they're going to come yeah and i just got lucky because my second working weekend ever as a comic i was a year and a half into comedy mm-hmm. second weekend ever first one was with donnell rawling second mm-hmm. one was with eddie griffin i just got lucky enough that he turned on the green room volume to hear my set on the last show Fuck. had he so not sad. done that i would have never done what i've been doing for the past four years yeah. you know so yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's insane. It's I got real fucking lucky, and then again, but I did kill my set, and I was like, "Yeah, what's yeah, up, right, motherfucker?" Right. Yeah, let's now, go. Now, when, when that happened, were you prepared? Did you have like the time ready too for when you did get to open for him? Yeah, like, you had enough time. Like you were already, you well, already had the material. Yes, because at that point, leading up to that, like the previous nine months, I'd already started doing well in these like kind of independent black rooms in Dallas, and so I started kind of getting a name within that black comedy community. Mm-hmm. And so then the Arlington Improv, which is known as the more urban. Uh, improv in Dallas Fort Worth they started using me as their MC to open up you know in these black venues and uh, so I already had that set tight what was working so when it was Eddie weekend I was like fuck yeah let them have it because at that point I was like holy shit you know this is the fucking how much time was that that you did Uh, 15 sick yep 15 and it it fucking worked just crushed how much do you do in Vegas when you open for Eddie uh, same ten to fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's cake. That was it's so the best gig in the that world. That was f- four years ago now. That I met him. Yeah. Uh, shoot, I'm closer to five that I met him. So do you remember your set? Uh, you know, it has changed a lot, but there is one like joke that I would still do even now. But for the most part, I try to make it you know evolve a little bit. You, you look back at that material though, and you go, "Fuck, I can't believe that got me on." Well, you know, yes and no because yeah. some of it like. I had this joke about trans race mm-hmm. at the time, and it's like I, I kind of committed not to pat myself on the back or anything, but then I heard like a more established comic use that concept in a special. Mm-hmm. And so while I was a little upset that I didn't like think about it the way they did, I was still proud of myself for at least thinking along the right tracks. Yeah. Sure. You know what sure, I mean? Sure. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it definitely, those jokes could have definitely used could still use a lot of fucking work i'm sure but i mean that's the hardest part about looking at old old shit like i'm only like like i said i'm only like less than a year and i I look back at i was going through my notes the other night (laughs) and i was like i've been pulling out old shit that i think is hacky and rewriting it trying to make it good that's smart though because with a new brain it's cool to come look at it with fresh eyes you know so insane how how much your shit gets like altered over the course of even a a small chunk of time like that yeah definitely unfortunately i lost the notes app in my like two phones ago and it had like my one of my first couple of jokes and i remember vaguely the the premise that i was working on and it was fucking terrible oh i thought you're gonna say like you lost all this material i did oh for sure yeah that's a bummer dude it sucks i have my fucking back i keep everything now though my my, i i like to handwrite yeah and i had my backpack stolen out of my car like over about a (sighs) year ago and dude it had like eight chock full fucking journals dude. Uh, and it also had a laptop and a passport i didn't yeah. give a fuck about those 
those journal oh i was so so i'm still salty the, well the shittiest man. thing about it is like those whoever stole your fucking bag was looking for cash or or like whatever something else that laptop they're yeah, exactly they're throwing those fucking things in yeah the they, it's yeah that's what's so it's just and you're in like a pile. I would've, you're like i would have handed you my laptop physically <laughs> and just taken my notebooks seriously if I could have chosen a thing, uh, one was like a personal journal, a kind of a journal, like a like a you know, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. like a wuss, actual like actual feelings, feelings, <laughs> dude. I'm like, oh my god, dude. So, now that's out in the world. I, I just like had this picture of this like bum on crack, like laughing at my pain in my journal. Like this guy's a queer. Even no. worse, dude, you may have some fucking YouTube troll that's like got all that shit in a filing cabinet, <laughs> following you on Instagram, going. When he passes 500,000 followers, <laughs> we are going viral. Bro. Hey, whatever gets my journals back. Oh, 100%. That's where I find that fucker. Oh, that's fucking dope. So do you have like – are there some like top stories from fucking being out on the road or like doing shows with, with Eddie? Man. Like was, crazy shit? God, there's been so many, man. Like it's it, – I don't know. It's been such a journey. Like sometimes I'll kind of forget about stories because, you know, after – over i mean it's been, been like a year and a half mm-hmm. being on the road with them yeah ev- being everywhere and like they all kind of start blending together like this one giant memory sure and it'll be randomly i'll be driving down the road and i'll like remember this one instant yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah but uh specific memories man are probably just like things that have blown my mind on, on stage mm-hmm. of him you know there was this time in nashville we're in nashville this is probably about a year or so ago and eddie's on and he's he's going long mm-hmm. last show he's going long and at this point, I'm I'm done for the night. He'll so, do like two or three hours, won't he? Sometimes it just depends. Like That's not not always. Crazy. Usually he'll just stick to about an hour, yeah. an hour fifteen. But you know, sometimes if he's feeling it and the crowd's there and they're yeah. having it, fuck it, yeah, he'll just roll. That's and um, nuts. so we're in, we're in Nashville and I'm in the green room and I'm watching him. The green room door opens up right to the stage, mm-hmm. right? So I, he's outside of the door, but I'm watching him on the TV, talking to my dad. I've had some drinks and because I was already done with my set. I smoked a big old joint. Nice. So I'm cross-faded feeling real nice. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Especially all those drinks too. And all of a sudden, I hear him go, ah, I got to piss. Where's Jamie at? And the door flings open, right? Somebody just like opens it right there like, fucking let's go. And I just throw my phone down and I am so just out of it. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I got to go hold down. I've never done this. I've never gone How many after- people in the crowd? 200 holy shit you know and, and you got to walk out after he's just been murdered after and after they just saw me earlier yeah they're, they're like okay okay you're done yeah. let's get eddie the legend on sure you know and so now i'm like what the i don't know how to fucking hold court it's like going on like michael jordan tabbing you out on court and then sure. you got to go now hold it yeah 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 it's you know i was so i meet i panic i go right into material and a very long-winded joke i don't know why the fuck i did that kind of lose them and then i'm kind of getting them back around the time eddie walks back in the room and he sits down uh with like a couple uh waiting for me to kind of close and finish he can tell i'm struggling he can tell he's a fucking vet no but he wants you to well it wasn't that he wanted me to the the amazing part about the story for me was how he's how professional he is and skilled as a comedian where he helped me while I was eating shit, mm. he was sitting down there and he said something. Uh, I forgot what he's said to me. I, I think he called me a nonky. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah you yeah. can put that together. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I said something and I was like, 
and he said, and then he, I said something back. He said something again. I was like, I think I'm just going to say it tonight. And everybody's like, no, no, no. He's like, he's like, fuck it. Say it like that. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, maybe later, but that little interact, he could tell I was struggling yeah. and his comedic skill allowed me to end on a good note mm-hmm. and boom, he jumped right on stage. And I'm like in the green, I'm like processing it all. I'm like, dude, what a fucking amazing legend sure. to be. Able- I'm having enough time. like making my own jokes funny, much yeah. less helping somebody else on stage and in a respectful way that's not interrupting, mm-hmm. but everybody in the crowd knows it is Eddie talking to me. So it was just like this real beautiful moment that I, I'll never forget. Yeah, that's fucking dope. It was dude. cool, man. That's super cool. And then, like, I guess I always find this really fucking interesting because everyone does it differently. Like, you know, Mason really doesn't write at all, and he just he just kind of hates. shows. <laughs> you ain't kidding sister uh no he i mean he's not here to defend himself no it's that and that's perfect uh he's taking he's currently taking a shit by the way i bet it had to be that taco bell quesadilla so, dude it's so every time it's a bad idea the, the bandit's ripping right now every, it's smoky <laughs> the original uh no it's like he he doesn't really dig writing um and i've heard a lot of different you know varieties of like how people do this but i think everyone has like a unique process about how they fucking go through mm-hmm. shit from like writing to working out like what do you do because uh i forget who said this i think it was uh Oh fuck. Um George Carlin. He said he said uh write fucked up and edit sober. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that sometimes. Which I think is a great fucking, you know, it's that's a fantastic exercise because it's like, all right, get yourself fucked up enough to kill your ego yeah. and then come back in with it and go, what am I actually willing to say when I'm not fucked up? Right. Of this. Yeah. Which is a fucking really dope way of doing it. I think that's, you know, I did something that I'm definitely trying to like adhere to, but like, what, what do you, what's your thing? Um, mine's a little, it's kind of like a hybrid, like where I will, usually what I'll do is like, let's say I, um, I'll, I'll think of something. Mm. Okay. I think of something funny. Uh, I'll jot it down, you know, on my pad or my, my notes on my phone just so I don't forget it. Then I kind of play with it on stage without ever writing anything mm-hmm. and then the concept. And then what I do is I go back home. I think about the joke and then I'll act, and then I'll kind of write down if either something else or the same thing that did work. If it did work the night before. And then what I'll do is I'll kind of have this idea and then I'll pace and I'll just start saying it out loud over and over again in different ways. Different, and then when something comes to me, I'll just boom, make a note real quick, and huh. then I'll keep pacing. I'll say something again. Oh, that's a that's a funny thought, and then I'll just write down these thoughts. Yeah, and then I go back again, do the mic, try just blending these weird things together, and it kind of takes a lot of fine tuning before I start figuring out where these punchlines really are, and you know yeah. all those kind of things. So it's been I've been trying to force myself to actual write write more. Yeah. But I think, again, it's just that little guy inside your head that's always beating you up. You there, know? There's something weird because I, I, I almost do the same kind of thing when I'm working through stuff. There's something weird that doesn't happen when you're planted somewhere. For some reason, like the energy of just walking mm-hmm. around just loosens up whatever the fuck that thing is. And you're able to fucking like almost like see everything from like different angles. Yeah. But you have to be moving. Like I'll, I'll go for walks or or like Mm. go for runs. And that's when I really am able to weirdly like the shower 
Shower. You Interesting. Know? Sometimes a shower. Sometimes driving too. If I'm driving, driving for sure. I'll just be like talking to myself like a fucking maniac and then yelling. And then people are like, who the fuck's that guy yelling at? In Dude, his car? I, I I come up with so much shit while I'm driving. And that's a hard part because then you gotta do voice memo or you'll forget. <laughs> and then you it. never check the memo because you forgot. You forget. Yeah, I have all these like random, it'll be like 10, 15 minutes and all these things, and then all of a sudden it'll be like 40 seconds. I'm like, okay, this must Listen have been an idea. Right okay. If the bit's worth it. Kill that fucking mom and pop and their two kids. Take them <laughs> hey, right off the road. This is for a joke, lady. You wouldn't get it. It was for a bit. <laughs> yeah. I was doing a bit. This car's on fire. They're just <laughs> so, the other, so the other day I killed a family of four, right? I orphaned two children. <laughs> but I got, because, but I got, I got this it. killer fucking bit about it. Uh, had everything come out okay, Mason? How's Bandit? Oh, oh man. Bandit, Bandit's leaking today. Bandit, oh, he, he hot. Yeah, he's leaking today. He's, he's uh, perturbed. So hot is A little gravy. Yeah, yeah, I'm having some butt gravy. You see what I mean? Yeah. The gravy gets dirty. No, quick. that that was a Just more that, splashing. That was a that was a quick quick tu- quick turnaround with the old Taco Bell on that one. Oh yeah. yeah, normally it's not for a few hours. Taco Bell's the express lane, dude. I think that uh, <laughs> I think that the truly kicked it in. Yeah, yeah, it could be it. Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. So growing up, <laughs> growing up in Dallas, like, it, it, were you what kind of neighborhood were you in? Where or did you grow up? Like. Rich, rich. No, okay. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Filthy fucking rich uh, I, and white. Yeah, I'm disgusted being here. No, um, I, I would say like lower to middle class. It was kind of like where I grew up. It just depended on what side of the family. Sure. My, my parents were never married. So I would say, but you know, I don't know. They both came from humble spots. Well, my mom worked pretty hard to provide. Wait, so your folks weren't ever, they, they, they were never married. You were born out of wedlock. Out of wedlock, dude. They were like 19 and 20. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually kind of dope. Like a lot of people don't realize this, but like it's kind of cool now, isn't it? Because your parents are younger. That I do like. Yeah, I like the fact that they're young. Yes, I do like the fact they're young. But of course, I, I, you know, as a kid, I wish they were together. It was the funniest thing when I found out my mom wanted to wanted to find a husband, and I'm like helping her look, and so I'm like pointing at dudes with like three kids and a wife. I'm like, that guy looks like a good family man. Go steal him. And she's like, no, no, he can't be married. And I was like, whoa. Hear me out. My dad is single. Yeah. And she and that's whenever I first found out yeah, that yeah. they had already been intimate. And that was like a whole lesson there. She I was like, wait, you mean you kissed my dad once upon a time? Hang on a second. You know, my mom was a slut. You know what I mean? So yeah, moms are whores too. <laughs> Most of the time, we actually. All like to have a good time. Uh so uh lower to middle class, were you like a big hip hop head when you were growing up? Um, what were you into? Not until I got into high school. Okay. I, I liked, I mean, I was a rock and roll kid until I was probably like 17, yeah. 16, 17, actually. Cause what kind of shit? I mean, everything from alternative to metal to classic rock. Creed. <laughs> I mean, hey, I got a soft spot for Creed. I don't give a fuck, dude. My own <laughs> prison back, still rules. Back in the day, they had some, well, with my head banging on my, remember the one about praying? The song Can you take it was, me? It was literally about praying. He's like, he's like banging my head on a Sunday yeah, morning. Yeah, my own prison. That's the oh, yeah, song. Yeah. I, dude, that's my how I was sick. Dude. You knew the song, I, I bro. Know, dude, that is. <laughs> Yo. There is Jamie like, Gravy. Hot take, everybody. Jamie Gravy is a massive creep. Okay, dude. okay. I'm a massive. <laughs> dude, you know, you know that. But I would suck Scott Strap's dick. Dude, you know that dude's insane. Scott Strap, dude. Uh, I he think got, it's Stapp, he got, he isn't got it? found. Oh, is it Stapp? I think yeah, so. Dude, oh, they found right. him like the naked. Fucking super fan now. Yeah, I guess he did. Dude, Get in there, dude, Jay. That's they, all right. They fucking found him naked, him. like riding a bicycle in L.A. And he had, like been, he had been missing for like four days. Turns out he was having like a mental episode, 
and thought that like the FBI was watching. Oh, he's like schizo or yeah, bipolar. He's crazy. Yeah, man, that yeah. sucks. He was like, "Top this, Kanye." Dude. <laughs> you, think you're, you think you're crazy? What, what is it with these? It's always these religious guys that go, go a little crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's crazy. weird. I almost went crazy too, and I went, I had a religious upbringing. You know? That's the only time anybody finds God, dude. People that are killing it at life don't go. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm the, Jesus. The yeah. Right. No, Fox. it's people that are deep in the fucking hole that yeah. are like. Wonder what would happen if I went to church? Is foxhole <laughs> Christians what they call them? Exactly. Well, or, or alcoholics there's the, or there's and drug the, addicts. That opposite end of like you're a fucking millionaire and you're like, well, now what? Yeah. We try try church. No, they don't. They go. Ah, I guess we'll try. I don't know. Fucking kids or yeah. something. You know, you got all <laughs> yeah, this money. Start a cult. You know, let's go see what that's all about. Yeah. I heard Epstein was always about that. I wonder what the big deal is. That's uh, that's why I never wanted to get like overly wealthy. Mm-hmm. Like I want to get to the just enough before I get into that kid fucking bracket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I just right underneath there somewhere is good. Right. I Which wanna, is probably still really well off. Uh, the amount of money I want is to afford a nice place and the hobbies that I, I really enjoy. I love building cars. Oh, I didn't know that about you. I love building cars. Um, I love I, I just like general like engineering shit really flips my switch. Yeah. So like a big enough place because you, you realize, dude, like you get these fucking giant houses like it, for what? Yeah. What are you going to do? I've grown up. And I've never lived anywhere bigger than this. You know, well, and here's well, the my thing. my dad's house. But. I'd rather have, so, and this is the other thing. I'd rather have like two or three houses this size and be able to travel to a bunch of different places yeah, and live in different dude, spots than one big house. Like don't put them all together on mm. one fucking piece of land. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, you know, like one or two helicopters, a private jet. Yeah, nothing crazy. A big-ass boat, you (laughs) know, not a yacht. A cigarette boat. Yeah, dude. Last one. What I want, uh, I would, if I had the opportunity, this is what you're going to do this next, is is if I I was super wealthy, what would would my life be? Uh, I want a wakeboard boat because that shit's so so fucking fun. fun, And you want to be able to take your homies out. but. I want what's called uh, – they used to build them in the 60s and 70s and they're kind of outlawed now. But people still own them. You can still get them and build them. They're called uh, pickle forks. What's that? So they're tiny fiberglass holes that have the two pointy uh, like bows on them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then they're they're like really low to the water. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Right? I'll I'll just show you a picture so you know what I'm talking about. And then it's literally just like a three-seater in the main compartment. And a big ass fucking outboard like okay yeah big block. I have seen those those Dude, are those are dope badass as fuck that would be fun those, those like things was in the scary. great outdoors right is that what was in the great yes, outdoors that's exactly what it is yeah, those yeah, look yeah. those look a little sketch man I've seen some crazy video where they're fucking like getting lifted right, like super hauling so much ass yeah it's crazy as they're hell. so fucking sick though like look at dude look at this thing tell me that doesn't look like fun yeah that looks insane. You ripped the fucking bikini right off yeah, a chest, dude. Yeah, that looks bad at. Do you, so, do you, are you into like uh, drag boat racing? Do you like watching that shit? Uh, you know the racing I can do without. I, I'll tell you what I really have been in. Uh, what I, yeah, do you fuck with? Like, uh, I love drag racing because I grew up like my my dad was huge into drag racing. We built hot rods. 
We still have a blown like '57 Chevy. Hmm. Chad uh, thought drag racing was when he had the drag queens running up and down his driveway, and high heel heels were fucking clacking. <laughs> that ain't the only thing that was clacking. <laughs> yes, slow clean. down, you con. <laughs> uh, no, so I, I grew up around drag racing, so I love fucking drag racing. Nice. We're, we, yeah, uh, and uh, so I was really into that. The boat racing, not so much. Not as much. Yeah, I just I don't care for it. But what I was gonna say, you know who Ken Block is. No. So he does this shit called Jim Connor. It's like a whole uh it's almost like Nitro Circus, but just cars. And he's like uh number like number one rated fucking drifter oh, wow. in the world. And they've built like three different, four different cars, but he does the craziest shit, dude. Like he he beats uh he beats children. Like, oh. Yes. And his and his dick. Uh and his wife. Uh, check out Ken Block on YouTube. <laughs> he sounds great. Yeah. Uh, no, he'll like he'll he'll build these fucking crazy like twelve hundred horsepower cars and then like Damn. go and take them and fucking beat all of these like uh, track records for like weird fuck like they shut down. He paid for like these uh, this week in downtown Los Angeles to shut the whole city down so he could fucking blow through and like drift around a bunch of these sets that they built in a. Uh, 1800 horsepower fucking 65 mustang coupe damn it's the dopest shit that's crazy i've seen some of those right so my stepdad is really into racing and like all of it you know uh-huh. he likes the boat racing the car racing but he likes the fucking those like death races you know oh, what I mean? like, you. he likes yeah. all that crazy and yeah i've seen those fucking videos those guys are hauling ass yeah down like a fucking one lead road in the middle of like a village yep going like 180 yeah dude and it's like Oh, it's so tense, man. Yeah. I, I, I kind of hate watching it. It makes my stomach turn. I'm like, every fucking turn, I'm like, how are they doing this? Man? Dude, if you want to fuck your shit up, uh, watch um, the Alex Honnold documentary. It's called Free Solo. Okay, yeah, I've, I've heard or seen of it. So he he basically climbs these crazy fucking mountains. No, no ropes, ropes, right? Yeah, that's fucking, I hate that shit. And another dude that, that makes me mad. Another dude named Mark Andre uh, that uh, they just did another documentary about called The Alpinist. Oh yeah, he's he's an alpine soloer. Uh Watch that shit. But like, there was ten different times I was watching this fucking documentary, and my palms were just covered in fucking sweat. (laughs) And I was like, you know, when you curl up, yeah, because you're you literally like the angle that he's at and the shit that he's doing. You're like, oh my god. Well, it's like those fucking kids. Oh my (laughs) god, those like kids in Dubai. They're like fucking like jumping off skyscrapers, fucking kids dangling with their skate. I fucking yeah, they piss me off so bad. Oh my god. Especially the one that pisses me off, dude, is they're obviously like these yoked little fucking, you know, Albanian Russian dudes and they take these fucking girls with them. Have you seen the ones yes. where and they're dangling them, holding God. their arm off the yes. side of a building? And I'm what like, why are you going to bring a fucking chicken to this? I dude? Know, I like know. if she wants to do it on her own, that's fine. But like because it's dangerous. She's scary. up there because she's trying to get dick. And you're hanging her off the side of a building right now. How many of those yeah. do you think? How many of those have been dropped by accident? You think? Well, I know of well, they don't three make the story actually you know? that, that have fallen for Dude, sure. I saw a video once on Facebook that a guy sent me, and it was like you know uh, graphic content or whatever. And I clicked it, and it was a young kid that climbed a crane and was up on the crane arm I've on, seen the, that on video. the thing, yeah. and fell. Yeah, and it and it literally he's. You know, I mean, you know, imagine you're like, oh my, like I'm gonna die. Yeah. Oh, Falls God. and smacked on the concrete and bounced. Yeah. Oh. And, yeah, yeah. And dead instantly. Don't yeah. send me that video. 
I don't know. I've doubted it. This was like back, like right before everything kind of got to where like you can't see shit like that. Yeah, I hate those kids, man. Anytime I see those, makes, I'm, I'm dude, all, makes I, me sick. Yeah, the same. It turns my stomach. That? But you know how it is. It's like it's they're probably fucking young kids, full testosterone. See, I was doing hard drugs. Yeah, yeah. Much safer route. Well, I've yeah. raced. I raced motocross <laughs> and shit. And my like, uh, my tall building was a. Uh, fucking double stacking mollies and candy flipping on fucking mushrooms <laughs> going, to yeah. a, going to a rave in Oakland did you in guys, a warehouse. Perfect. Did y'all used to jump off cliffs into water and shit? Yeah, yeah sure, I did yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. I do that yeah. But that was never really like... But you know crazy. I, was, I, I, I raced BMX, right? Uh-uh. Dude, I was like number two in my, my age bracket in nice. California. Oh, really? Hell yeah. yeah. That was probably big out there. Oh, I fucking crushed it. We, I had a sponsor. Like, it was a Damn. whole thing. Yeah, it was dope. As a teenager? Yeah. Well, I you can pictures I of it fuck still? myself up. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I I just went home. My dad still it, it's in a dank, like dark container, but it's dope. All your he trophies, has all my fucking oh, trophies. Fuck yeah, cool. my, mom all, like, a, my mom has this all fucking my shit. I'll mean to brag with you BMX and motocross guys, but I can ride a unicycle. Can you really? Fucking a, I can. Jesus Christ, dude, can I'm you had... dunk? <laughs> I cannot dunk. God damn it! You <laughs> can probably reach it, dude. I can barely. I only think I can hit touch the rim. Really? I have. I can't tell you guys how. Very <laughs> unathletic I yeah. am. I can't jump high. I can't run fast. Yeah, yeah. Just got this huge hog keeping me afloat. <laughs> got this big old weighing dick weighing me down. Me down. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, by the way, for letting me use your ottoman to put my dick on. Yeah, yeah, of podcast. course. Uh, Jamie has a, uh, a small, <laughs> a small uh, 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 Elizabeth furniture ottoman that he is currently <laughs> resting his dick on. Yeah, it does. It helps its good back support. Yeah, of course. For your sciatica. Hey, dude. You have to hold it with two hands when you pee. Hey, put your leg up and relax. Uh, No, so we we totally – we blew past this and went on like three other tangents. But like I I legitimately think it's hilarious to find out what people would do if they were uber wealthy. Like if Uh, money was no object, like what would your shit look like? Well, first of all, I would forget everybody. Yeah. Um, Uh, Have you seen that video of Riff Raff? uh, I guess not. Where he's – so he posted this shit like 10 years ago. But he's like – I just want to blow up and act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> He's got big ass gold fire, like platinum fronts in with diamonds. And it's dude, it's so good. That's you got to find that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like saying this because everybody's like, don't forget about me when you're famous. I'm like, no, I'm immediately forgetting about the everybody second, I've ever known. The including family. I blow up. I'm deleting half my phone book. I'm, I'm going bye bye. Yeah. You know, now if I had like Uber money, here's the thing though. I've always, I always wanted a family. So like, that's the thing. If I had all this money and I was alone, boy, that would be depressing. And then you just I get gold diggers all the time. So I would just try to dress real low if I was single. But if I was if I had a family, oh man, I would just spoil the fuck like, out of my family. Can I tell yeah. you that I, I'm I'm like pleasantly surprised at what a sweet, sweet gentleman I'm I'm finding out that you are. Oh, th- I mean I can you, I can go you, back to ass you, jokes if you, you want. Journal and you you want you want a family and you want to dress yeah. down so you don't have to deal with some gold diggers. You're trying to find yourself a nice woman. I'm yeah. really proud of the man you're Thanks. turning into. Surrounded by a lot of blacks all the time, you feel like. <laughs> well, you know what's it's great about? Here's the thing though. You know it's funny you you, you say that specifically because like I've got this like uh, like this like weird problem where I'm like thinking. I've been trying to like ignore my Christian upbringing for so long, but I I still realize that it's still very much there. And I think I've been denying the fact that I'm a Christian for the past six years on stage. It's weird. Like Mm. I'm pretty sure I'm Christian. Yeah. You know? And so like, are you like a faithful person? Like, would you? Yeah. uh, So like you would go to church still? Oh, that's, that's the hard one is the church. No one said church. Uh, No, but it's just like one of those things. What it's, I I guess what I'm getting at to, to the white and black issue part of it is 
as a white guy from Texas, if I'm if I'm going around going, man, isn't God good? Everybody's like, God, he's just like this religious zealot. Yeah. And it's annoying. Yeah, yeah. But then black people can go on stage, talk about eating pussy, and then say, God bless you. And no one thinks that they're like this zealot. And I'm sure. like, why can't for I sure. just be like a black guy? <laughs> Which, I got the dick for it. We've been trying that for years. It's not going to work. You know, so, yeah. I, dude, I, I think that's I, I'm. You're my favorite kind of religious person because, and I, I say this about most stuff, but I'm like, if it helps you in your life and the shit that you're doing, yeah. and you leave everyone else out of it, fucking rock on, dude. I don't care. Yeah. Trans, gay, fucking. Uh, uh, if you're in a cult, if you go to church, just regular church. If you're spiritual, if you're like one of those Zen people that like worships crystals and shit, yeah. washes their body with like essential oils and like claps and burns sage when they move into a new place <laughs> yeah. so the bad energy leaves, do all that shit. I've had, dude, I lived in New York with like eight different roommates. I've seen all different kinds of shit. There's you a know, lot of shit out there. There's so much shit. I know. And my whole thing has always been if it helps you and doesn't fuck with me, Rock on, dude. Yeah. Do your thing. It's just hard to, it's just, hard, there's no real classy way to tell someone they're going to hell. Yeah. And I don't know what to do with this. I mean, you should just, <laughs> just say it. Yeah. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. Or tell them to go to hell. Turn and burn, motherfucker. Well, I think that's the weird part about the way I was raised because I was raised in, in like that's an why, evangelical I mean, sense in Christianity. While we're on the topic, that's why I really don't get mad at Jewish people the way a lot of people do. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty it, mad. They're, they're right getting now. theirs at the end. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> this weather sucks. Like they've already had yeah. to deal with so much. They're for real? they're huge dicks. Yeah, I hate this weather. <laughs> but they're gonna get theirs at the end. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's coming. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be one big Auschwitz. Yeah, God's gonna, it's not like God's gonna let them into heaven. Yeah, after the shit they've pulled. Yeah, they don't even think Jesus is real. What do you mean I can't come in? <laughs> What do you mean? Is it but, belly closed? Well, that's the deal. Did I not live kosher? <laughs> I thought we were buddies. Maybe there's a separate Jew heaven. That's the thing. I, that's what it needs to be. And, uh, and I don't even really say religious, but you know, it's more like, you know, and, and I also hate to say spiritual because that sounds gay. Yeah. So it's were, like this whole were thing. Were you Southern dude. Baptist or Pentecostal? Yeah, brought up, uh, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say Southern Baptist, but just Baptist. Baptist but okay. it was... We're in the South, so right, it was right. pretty much Southern. But then we upgraded to this new church that was Baptist, but then they went non-denominational, which basically are just Baptists with jeans. Yeah. Right, um, right. So, yeah. And Baptist. rock music. Yeah, yeah. A little, little light like, rock. They have a band. They'd have a guitar. Yeah, Not yeah. just the piano. Not just the organ. Yeah, and then the, the Heavenly Highway hymns. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, didn't have, we didn't do a lot of hymns in that new church. Yeah. yeah first church I went to. That's when they're trying to be hip. Yeah, yeah, they, they changed Jesus it. Is my it, it was back in the nineties. They have like weird you know? rock bands and shit. That's what, that'll yeah, play. Always, like, they got damn, the they got the glass. The they yeah. got the glass wall in front of the drummer. Like DC Talk, remember DC yeah. Talk? Get down with the DC Talk. Get down with the DC Talk. See, both of you Christian motherfuckers. I grew up in church. Okay, so and I was gonna say, like they, my parents forced us to go to church until we were about ten, then they divorced. And they stopped going, so we didn't have Two to go. Two Christmases. My mom, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and, oh, dude, it was the best thing that ever happened to us. Um, but, like, legit, um, just stopped going. And my mom stayed a Bible thumper. After that, like, she was just all about it. She's one of those people that, like, 100% leans in yeah. whenever something – like, she's always been on board, but, like, she leans in hard when something's wrong or she's trying to prove a point. It's like that's she'll die on that hill. Yeah. My dad, not so much. But they put us in 
Sunday school when we were younger and we had to, we were going to a Christian elementary school and my fucking principal was beating people with his shoes. Yeah. Like uh-huh. kids. And so, well, what did they do? <laughs> well, my mom apparently thought they it was asked, fine. They asked why. Yeah. Dude, I was such I a so. fucking shithead when I was a kid. I mean, not much has changed, but wow, <laughs> yeah. did I really earn those fucking beatings. Oh. But like, uh, and his name was Mr. Balding. Wow, what a ball buster. That? Yeah, I hope that fucking cocksucker got fucking pancreatic <laughs> cancer. I hope he's dead now. somewhere. And if he's not dead, I hope he's alive and severely depressed in a fucking nursing home. That guy was a fucking <laughs> yeah, piece of shit. And then I guarantee you my principal's dead. He was old when he whooped me. Yeah. His name was Mr. Payne. Damn, he brought No it. shit. I swear to God. That's hilarious. I swear to God. The names of these fucking guys. Yeah, it's like, you know what? With a ruler. I sound like an asshole so much, I just have to become one. You know, it's like we're already so far down the line. Right. But uh, yeah, they they put us in this fucking school. And now that I'm thinking about it in retrospect, I'm appreciating the fact that I got beat and not fucked. Sure. Because that could have definitely happened. But ultimately, like put us in this fucking school and it got to the point where me and my sister were like, we're legit just not going to go. Like (laughs) you can tell us that we got to go. And you when you drop us off in the morning, we'll literally just run. We'll like we'll run away. And so my mom was like, really, it's that bad? And I was like, yeah, fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. And she put us in public school. Whoopty fucking woo. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Well, better. You liked it better? Oh, dude. Right? I, I, I got drunk for the first time at like 13, I oh, think. Oh, damn. Yeah. Because I was young, hanging out with the older up. kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the guys I was hanging out with were like 17 and 18. I remember I hooked up with this chick when I was 14 years old. That was when you first lost it? Well, my buddy was fucking her older sister, and I was alone in the house, and she was there. And I was like, what do we do? Uh-huh. And she was like, I don't know. Show and me your pecker. We, we had, like, yeah. smoked a little bit <laughs> of the shittiest Pull weed ever. We had smoked a little bit. And uh, I remember we went out on the front porch and, like, we're chain-smoking cigarettes because that was oh, yeah. cool. Right, right. I, I did that. It was so fucking stupid. And I, I Not ended even up, inhaling. I yeah. ended up just like, yeah, dude, the worst. <laughs> I ended up just like leaning in and went for it and she was down. So like that was, but that dude, this is so crazy. What an intro to public school. Fuck. Right. And so a lot of kids nowadays, like you have these helicopter parents and shit. I, I was talking to my sister when I was back home visiting and I was like, how are you, how are you going to be with them? You know, like, how are you? Cause my parents would go to like my mom and dad would go to work. I would get like five bucks for food. And we would literally just ride into the city and fucking kick it. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I mean, and, and it's nice, you know. It's like that's what it's about. How right many there. vans could I have ended up in, dude? Yeah, I mean, plenty. But that you, you got know, hit that's by a, cars, that's a learning, like whatever. That's a learning process. You got to grow up tough. You got to grow up, you know. Pressure makes that diamonds. Was also, baby. when people were taught to not fucking be stupid. Like yeah, that was when it was like, if you're going to go out there, fucking be smart about well, it. Well, you weren't necessarily so much taught as you were like learned. Like, like you sink figured, or swim. Yeah, you figure that shit out. If yeah. you're a dummy and, Learn, and learned. So like what was uh, – goddamn, I've been going on for a while. I'm sorry. What yeah, was Dallas fine. like, dude? Like growing up? What was, what was 14, 15-year-old Jamie like? Oh, God. Baby gravy. So <laughs> baby gravy. <laughs> Uh, you know, 14 and 15, that was that sweet spot where... You uh, want to blow some of that smoke over here? What? You get, is, that like a, is that like a Sherlock jewel? Dude, this fucking pipe... This fucking pipe does not quit. Uh, he found out in Vulcan like two months ago. 
and it just keeps ripping. No it's, way. It's a monster. That's badass. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. We call it Wesley Pipes because it's Wesley Pipes. <laughs> I, I would hit it if I didn't do the mic. I'm just trying not to like get fucked up before my mic's right Oh, now. right, right, right. That's yeah, like my only thing. Joint earlier. Yeah. I'm just trying, and I know it's free joints going around. I'm like, fuck, this is a terrible day to like try there to chill out. There was like two or three joints going around at the Lucky Duck sign hub. Fuck yeah. Well, Homeboy just like gave out like five right there and who, to everybody. Who gave those yeah, out? I, don't, I actually don't know his name. Oh, Bernard. Is, is it the Bernard? black fella? Yeah, with yeah, the, Bernard. the black okay. fella. That's Bernard. Yeah, he okay. Gives, yeah, he gives joints Doug said at Hans's awesome. party, very nice somebody came with like 15 or 20 pre-rolled and just handed them out to people. Uh, dude, it's so funny. I had someone come up to me the other day that went to that party and they go... <laughs> Man, like, I got so high at that party. And in my head, I'm like, what are we, fucking in eighth grade again? <laughs> you mean you just went to a party and smoked weed? Yeah, you went to a party. Like, you don't really, it's not something to really even write home about. Yeah. These days. It's like, I oh, know. so you, you had my Tuesday night. Yeah. Like, that's what's, fuck, that's what's like, getting to me lately, like, about partying in general. Because I've been doing it so long that I'm like, okay. What are we celebrating? I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, now it's, I'm getting to an age where like hangovers are hurting. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, how old are you, by the way? I'm trying to, uh, 33. Old enough to oh, party. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Old enough to sling this. But going back, actually, this goes back to the 14, 15 year old Jamie. This was right in the sweet spot, like right before I started my drug career. Gotcha. So I was up to that point, I'd been a sober, sober Jamie. And uh, you were like, Jamie Gravy, passes on grass. Yeah, I pass on grass. I'll never do drugs. Jesus I, first. I, even even at 15, I was a freshman. I was still like, I will never do drugs. I'm not going to smoke pot. I'm not even going to smoke cigarettes. Nothing. What the you next were, year. You drinking, though. Uh, every now and then, but it's not even not really. Like, I would have like maybe a beer if my dad let me and oh, I had a friend okay. over, but I'd never really try. And then it was 16. That's when whew, things went downhill for Jamie ever since. Boy, started like, listening to 3 6 Mafia and it was yep, over. Yup, you Oof. already know. Swish a house, baby. Hell yeah. We talked about this last time. Let's when I was go. Over. Yeah, so that was that was my uh, 15, 16 year old, still starry eyed, mm -hmm. bushy tailed. What was in your CD booklet? People don't remember those fucking CD booklets. Uh, I had an Under Oath album, the one with the mask on it. You know what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. That's, a, that's a Christian a, metal. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Christian so, metal. Yep, yep. I was talking to uh, Justin Essenbacher. And Slipknot. About this. Yep. So I would kind of. He's got a fucking Slipknot yeah. tattoo, dude, this oh, white trash fuck? motherfucker. Dude, you piece of shit. <laughs> hey, check this out. <laughs> that's why dad named you Joe Dirt. Wait, wait, no, what is, I don't recognize it. Cowboys this. from Hell. That's Pantera, Pantera baby. Pantera, hell yeah. Dimebag. They're, they're Dallas. Dallas, Dallas Fort, yeah. right? Fort Worth. Okay, so uh, the, uh, this, one of the singers from Under Oath, they fired, and he started a new band that a lot of people don't know about called Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. Yeah, I never and heard And it's that. a revenge band, and they're fucking sick. I doubt it. Revenge. Oh, they're so good, dude. Wait, is they're, he so Christian? No, but well, no, that's uh, why he's bitter about it. He's like, "That's it. We're going down." Well, because it's a revenge band, and, yeah. and if he was a good Christian, he would know revenge is for the Lord. Bam! Bam what up, rap, son? Rap. Price him. Price him. I just want to say, um, <laughs> no. So it's uh, be he. Be. it's like dirty South rock and roll, but it's like mm. heavy metal. So like sludgy with like the twanging guitars and shit. Oh, okay, yeah. And he, dude, it's. Listen to this song. Actually, that's the song we'll close on. But uh, "Caution, Dangerous Curves Ahead" is just a monster, dude. If you all right, if you, if you like work out like, or, literally or listen doing to it, it, like you put that shit on and you're just like, oh, I'll listen to yeah. it on the way to my my mic. Oh, dude, dude it's fucking. Bad. If you like like uh, like metal or even like post hardcore or even like or screamo and stuff, 
my brother is actually in a band and they're about to be in this fucking like sick ass uh rock fest up in dallas in may they're playing with like born of osiris is going to be there holy shit fucking like some 41 and two chains my brother made the lineup on this festival what's the name of their band oh, let's yeah. plug them animal jam fuck yeah what kind of it's like what kind of music do they? It's play? like post hardcore, I think. He might fucking sue me if he heard how I was trying to describe is it his like, genre. Is it like dying type stuff? It's along that realm, yes. Okay, but yeah. again, I don't want to breakdowns wanna, and fucking yeah, a lot of breakdowns and then also screamo meet singing and Were you but real Norman heavy. Jean? What's that? Norma Jean? No, not Ooh, much. Badass, I know, dude. I know, really, I know. real fucking badass. Like, yeah, uh, remember Suicide Silence? Yes. too? and then yeah. like Bury Your Dead, Kill Switch Engage, Kill Switch Engage. I saw them with Ooh. both singers. They're so two good. different times. And then I, I had a real like black metal phase. You ever heard of uh, Black Dahlia Murder? Mm-hmm. No, Was between that- the b- between the buried and me. Mm-hmm. like dude there's so Watch much chapel. fucking metal out there yeah see yeah. i loved i loved like metal and hard rock and mm-hmm. heavy metal but i did reach a point where there was too much and i it's, think that yeah. came to like the more the black sludge metal yeah. was like where i was like yeah not Cannibal so corpse. much that way right right you know what i really got into as like the because I, I, I had the same thing where i felt the same way what i really got into was uh like fast like punk mm. kind of punk metal like every time i die did you ever listen to them no oh dude and they just played here at fucking uh, at uh, what is that fucking place right across from uh, Creek Empire. Oh yeah, yeah. So they played at Empire, and I got to see them. Nice. And then like a, a month ago, they broke up. So it's, I'll be honest, like when it came to like metal, I stopped discovering metal. I would say around sixteen because when okay. I got into drugs, when I started getting into like hip hop and rap more, sure. and then through my twenties, I started just evolving into like fucking everything. Like now, I like almost. Fuck, uh, literally almost every kind of music minus sure. like pop and like sludge metal and like Creed. these weird strange things yeah but you know rock and heavy metal and all that still holds a place in my heart but now it's more like soul and jazz like that's my that's my shit man like, Hell yeah. I, I fuck with that heavy oh yeah you like uh uh who's the local austin guy that plays all the time um, you mean like the Nether Hour boys? No, not Nether Hour. You talking uh, about, or you mean some jazz artist? Uh, he's he's like jazz rock, but what the fuck is it? Oh man, black dude, uh, super crazy natural phenom on the guitar. Damn. Um, no, I don't know, but I need to fucking check oh him out. Oh my god, why am I space? Because I've been this? looking for like some cool places to go. You know, that's a live music capital of the world, and yeah. I'm like, and I feel like all I go see. Or here is either Nether Hour, which is great. Yeah, they're fucking fantastic. Uh, and and then it's like, and every other band is just you know like this like uh, uh, classic rock cover bands. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, where are these like I don't know. Like I want to see like more jazz artists live. That yeah, would be yeah, great. Yeah. jazz, is my favorite fucking thing to see live. That or like metal shows. Are so like there's the greatest. There's definitely two different uh, clubs here that do just like almost entirely jazz, and I'll have to look them up to tell you about them. Uh, I don't remember him off the top of my head, but uh, Cody, you know Cody Myers? Yeah. Loves jazz and like rock and roll and like. Well, that's good to know. Oh, I'll see him yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to like he loves. OK, so I should say he's a real big fan of like blues and jazz. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And, dude. and like uh, we were supposed to go before. It's right up my yeah, fucking alley. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we were supposed to go and like have a night because he was like, all I'm doing is fucking comedy, dude. Like I haven't seen anything else that Austin has to offer. Same same thing you were just saying, like. I was like, dude, let's do a fucking, let's do a blues night. See, that's what I'm saying. And that, doesn't that sound way more better as a 30 year old, as a party? 
Yeah. Again, we're going back to like the partying thing. Like, okay, how many times have we gotten fucked up in our lives? Like a fucking million. Go and drink it's some like, Manhattans or yeah, old fashioned. Yeah, let's get some dudes together. Go see some cool jazz music yeah, live. And have a boys together con- for that a blues night. Fun, bro. Yeah, dude. you know. Well, dude, we'll we, fuck like, a black. Like, we just went, saw, blues. We just went and saw Action Bronson. <laughs> what do you say? I missed it. Maybe we'll fuck a black. I don't know, dude. Hey, man, you ever been there? Oh yeah, baby. Oh, okay, yeah. Come on, Mason. Welcome to the jungle. Uh, I made I made out with song. one once. You never had sex with one? Uh, with one. Jesus Christ, one, Mason. Uh, I did. Uh, I saw her Fuck. vagina, and I remember it was like kind of purple. Yeah, it does have that 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 tint. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I didn't. We did. We got it's that sweet. We got neck. we got interrupted, and I didn't. I didn't get to. Uh, this, I was like, I was eighteen. Okay. Yeah, I'm well, pretty early. And she, and she was uh, a really hot. Nice. African-American lady. Nice, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> My first girlfriend was uh, was mixed. She was half black, half dude, white. mixed girls freshman. are so hot. Yeah, everybody wanted her. And it was funny because uh, all the black guys called her Big Booty Cherie, and they got so mad at me when they would be passionate. And they would talk about me like I'm not there. They'd be like, there's that motherfucker that's dating Big Booty Cherie. You see yeah. that motherfucking gravy? And they'd be like, man, I'm like, sorry, she like, just like white dudes, yeah. you know? And well, it was also, great. black black women love tall white guys. Yeah, that's the kicker. They, they love tall white dudes. Yeah, because all white dudes uh, are you, huge. You, like, you know, you got to be tall. You remember that movie Crank? And that chick's like... Yelling at a Corey Haim is doing a guest a guest appearance. Yeah, I haven't in seen the movie. that in forever. And this black hooker, fat black hooker, is yelling at him. Man, you fucking piece of shit, white boy. Well, you know, you do got a big dick for a white boy, though. <laughs> yeah, so good. Yeah, you do. You do though. You do got a big dick. Yeah, they will let you know what you got. So what were nice. what what were the what were the like go to hip hop albums for you, like seventeen year old Jamie? I mean, you know. I would say like the chronic um, first CD I ever got. Really, my two cousins Timmy and Teddy, they were twins. They gave what it to an me. An awful name set. So two- good, dude. What? Were- that sounds mean of your of their parents. <laughs> oh, little Timmy and Teddy. They were fucking. <laughs> what awesome. the fuck? I'm dude. talking about them like they're dead. They're still awesome. Uh, <laughs> Timothy and Theodore. T- Timmy <laughs> killed Teddy because he got the cooler name. <laughs> he was the guy that. Oh, they and, both. They both tribe. got polio. Uh, I got I went I got in a tribe called Quest in high school. And so, so that good. was like I found them and I was like, okay, I don't even need to go. Dude, further. electric relaxation is like yes. come on. Come on, dude. Yeah, you unfuckable. Know. Seriously. Do you, do you get into Gangstar at all? Yeah, well, yeah, clip. Gangstar is great. Oh my dude. god. Yeah, Gangstar is great. Uh you know, all those guys from the early nineties, man, yeah. like Craig Mack, you know, and I love Return them. Big L. Mack. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, I love if you turn it. Oh, dude, so good. Uh, you know that kind of shit. But then, like, in when I was in in high school, discovering it, I was like listening to like a lot of yeah, again, Swish House, Three Six, Mike Jones, all that kind of shit. Yeah. And then I got heavy into Screw, mm. like DJ Screw or anything Chopped and Screwed, but especially like DJ Screw. You know, Houston Cat, yeah. Chopped and Screw music came out of Houston. So then I got obsessed with listening to everything that I already liked yeah. and seeing if there was a Chopped and Screwed version out there. Were you big on Ghetto Boys? Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, Ghetto Boys. For sure. They're great. Did you, did you go to any live shows in No, Dallas? no. Actually, I've, I've only been to like two rap concerts. And huh. one, one was Christian when I was Bible thumping. And then the other uh, one was like this like independent, low-level rap sure. concert. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, I don't know if you call this that, but I did see uh, Fetty. Fetty Wap? What's the other Wap or Fetty? <laughs> there a Fetty? Robert De Niro, uh, Joe Pesci. <laughs> 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 oh, <my God>. Count it. 
Oh, I learned them. This all right. So this will be edited in later, whenever uh, in the future, when I have to use my uh, my get out of jail free card for saying WAP. <laughs> but, no, uh, no, we get to. I think we're allowed to make fun of the Italians. Oh yeah, yeah, you do. You can yeah. fucking. You know my favorite. Like it was one of those guys. Dago is so funny. That's yeah. such a I don't understand what that even is. I don't need, I don't know, but it's a term, and they say it, and apparently it's a, it was offensive back in the day. Yeah, hey, they started it. Yeah, and then you call Irish people be mixed, right? Yeah, which and is that, so weird because everybody's like a mix something. Yeah, <laughs> right. McDonald's, McChicken. Yeah, and then like you got your McDonald's. you got your mix and your O's. Yeah, because you have a lot of O's, a lot of O'Brien's, yeah, 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 O'Malley. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Mc, Mc, uh, Mc, McGuire. A bunch yeah. of soused fucking pale faced gingers. <laughs> Do away with all of them. Just find an island yeah, and put red, them on full of a potato farm. Also, like fucking red hair is not attractive. Oh, speaking of red haired Irish. Actually, I would argue that ginger females when they're, they're always done pasty right, are, white. Okay, that that is actually all right, let's I pause what I was it. saying. I agree. I think some of the best looking girls on earth are ginger women but the, they are rare yeah like it's rare to find like a Give me smoking hot like ginger like that beautiful like light skin with the freckles and the fucking blue eyes and the red hair i'm like fucking yeah, yeah but how pale though because some of them are so goddamn white it's just like they're almost like translucent yeah. i don't care honestly <laughs> if it's done right chad you never struck me as a picky man yeah well. <laughs> When you're a Chad, you kind of <laughs> you're a Chad man. Have you been? Has so did the Chad thing? That whole like oh, it's a Chad. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Was this? Before, did you see when that happened, or was it your whole life? Uh, like, or did you notice a turn of oh, what? Wait a minute! All of a sudden, Chad's not good. Yeah, Chad. Now uh, you're a Chad. It's like the male version of Karen, right? Of. During the '80s, Chad and Kyle. During Chad the late Kyle, '80s, like Kevin. mid to late '80s, every fucking douchebag asshole in a movie was named Chad. Chad right? Yeah. You know, oh, here comes Chad, dude. Fuck. I, th- I and I thought we were done with it because, like, early 2000s, it was it was cool again. We had we had Chadwick Boseman, you know? We got Black yeah, Panther, yeah. and then that fucker decided to die of cancer. But he was Chadwick, and he was black, yeah. so it's cool. It's right. like a cool black That's like woman a black Karen. dude named, being, named Winslow or This something. is what I'm... <laughs> yeah. And that's what I'm trying to... Dude, I'm trying to fucking big up him. I'm like, he yeah. was doing shit for the cause, right? Right, right. So we were coming back. I just watched... I highly recommend this, by the way. There's a new movie on fucking Hulu called Fresh. It's about internet dating and this dude that basically like kidnaps these bitches. Oh god! And the cuts Tinder them up. swindler, right? No, it's called Fresh. So there's a new one. There's plenty of this going around. Apparently, this is a oh, popular yeah, yeah. thing. So there's it's, this dude basically, um, like fucking woos these chicks, takes them like on. He tells them they're going on vacation. Takes them up to a fucking cabin. Uh, massive spoiler alert here <laughs> takes him up to his house like this mansion yeah. in the woods and uh harvests their fucking live bodies and sells it to like super wealthy people Yo, that are cannibals what the fuck man here's and this is fictional right and it's fucking phenomenal. oh it is fictional yes oh i thought this was a doc god damn dude that one about so, the tinder swindler that's, that's a, a fucking documentary that really fucking good too that guy's too. amazing yeah. i fucking love that dude so <laughs> did what he did was it actually illegal oh no that's why he's doing yeah. he spent five months in jail and he's back out and he just got sponsored on a network for a podcast and his instagram is still at a million Insane. he's bawling again insane hilarious just spent five years in prison no five months i mean five months yes fucking so and he apparently conned 10 million dollars that they tallied now did they does he have to give that money back no 
Because it's like you're just an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, is, they, at the end of the day, I he, guarantee he, you, is that one for the boys? I guarantee one for the boys. Yeah, it's definitely in no, the so, W tally. Oh yeah. No, but I will say, I will say, like, I guarantee you, he's underneath a mountain of fucking lawsuits for the rest of his life. But like, yeah. if he just keeps doing what he's doing. Like, I'm sure he gets those fucking pieces of paper in the mail, and he's like, "Oh, good, more toilet paper." You know? yeah. Oh, he's, he's like, not. He's a Russian fellow. He, I think he's he's uh, Israeli. Gross. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fucking. It's pretty gross. Uh, so, uh, so no. So this this movie fresh. Right, it's yeah. the only reason I brought this I'm up. Check it out. So the date that she goes on before this guy. So he she meets him. He's a doctor. They're like falling in love. They hook up, and then he like does off with her. Right mm-hmm. before that, the the fucking horrible date that she goes on is with a guy named Chad. Uh, of course and at the end of the movie i'm ruining this but like still watch it at the end of the movie she escapes and the last scene after she escapes with her friend it's like two in the morning and she gets a text on her phone and it's chad and it says you up oh (laughs) and i'm like fuck dude Dude. i thought we were done i thought we were done with this that's and then the worst part about it the absolute worst part about it as I thought about in my head, like the last time that I did that, and I was like, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, <laughs> no. Hey, hey, look, you're flesh and blood, Chad. You're flesh and blood. Uh, you dude, know? I Chad's Need Love too. This is it's right, damn right. I'm putting dude. it out there. We're starting to go fund me. It's called Chad's Need Love too. <laughs> yeah. It's right. <laughs> that's pretty. Uh, it's gonna get a lot of love, I'm sure. Oh yeah, dude. It's gonna get know, fucking I'm seventh canceled. on there, so I'm gonna go ahead. And yeah, fucking... I should probably too. I'm All right, 11. we're gonna wrap. Uh, let's not wrap on that. Let's wrap on a I, – I want a Jamie story. Um, oh, shit. Tell me – okay. Since this podcast is Thanks really been – Yeah, of course. Good. I'll see you up there, Mason. Yeah. This podcast has been about the mature, gentlemanly, uh, uh, sensitive Jamie Gray. Yeah, this has been a little serious. Which I, I – dude, I'm, I'm into it. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of ladies listening. Okay, come on. Let's go. All right. Uh, describe your perfect woman. Silent. Yes. Um, no. <laughs> She's a mute with <laughs> she can, double D's. She cannot, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. You know, when it comes to like physical, um, I've kind of stopped looking for that. I just no, want to be mean, attracted like, to what, him. What's but, she like? What, yeah. what's, what does she do? You know, like yeah. Um, you know, it, uh, it, man, it's, that's loaded. But I would say, you know, okay, a gal that um is uh, supportive yes. who's respectful mm-hmm. uh someone who conducts themselves in uh an honoring way yeah lady in the street but a freaking sheets 100 let's go i mean seriously that, that that's honestly you could sum it all down uh, into that because that's such a good so it, it makes men seem so primitive but it's so true though too you know what i mean like we yeah we want our lady to get down but for us and for us only we don't like we don't want the rest of the world seeing all your goods. Mm-hmm. Like I would never date a chick who's just like showing like hard cleave all the time. Sure, you know what I mean, or like her Ties ass their hanging shirt out. up. Yeah, like there, there's a there's a fine line for me. And again, I don't really know exactly what it is, but I know when I see it. You, you know, know what I said to a buddy the other night when we were out because he was asking me this very similar question. I was shitting on a girl that I had gone on a date with, and I said. I want to date a girl that I can take to a nice restaurant that can order a fucking dope bottle of wine. Yeah. And then wants to go to a dive bar afterwards and play pool. 
dude, see, now that sounds like a fun gal. Right. You know what I mean? But again, and, and again, and, and it's a balance, though, too. Like, not somebody who's just hanging around dive bars all yes. the time. Yes. You know what I mean? And then also not one that's just hanging around a fine dining place all the time who's bougie as fuck. Like exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a, there's this balance. Yes. And in and, and realness. Like, I, I got it. I crave depth. Yes. So, like, you know, I can't have, like, these super, super, like, shallow superficial, pussies. shallow pussies. Yeah, yeah I, need I need a deep, deep, deep pussy. <laughs> son, son, I need, a, I need a cave, baby. Oh, right. shit. No. Uh, it, my dick is really not that giant. I'll just let everybody know. It's not, I feel like I'm talking about, like, I got this porn dick. It's like, I think it's six. It's six. It's fine. You know? Six soft? No. Holy uh, no, shit. No, it's, it's Jamie hot. Gravy is six soft, uh, people. I didn't want to, you know. That's a fucking knee slapper. <laughs> I'm not talking about my hand. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much for coming hey, on the pod. Yeah, you're this the man. fucking badass, was. dude. Cool. I, I always have fun talking to you, but like the fact that we got to sit down for like an hour and 15 and really chop it up is fucking dope. Yeah, same. That was fun as hell. Thanks for having me on. You're a great uh, dude. You're you, a fantastic comic. You, you have a great booker, by the way. So, Thank you. Yeah, Thank to, you very much. I'll make sure to... Shout out to Mason <laughs> Smith. Uh, so uh, plug all your shit, man. When are your okay. shows? I know you're, you're, you're back at Hyenas pretty soon. When's, uh, it, when's this going to be on? Uh, this will be out. a week from now. A week from now? Okay. Um, so let's see. The 26th of March, I believe it's a Saturday. I'll be at the Vulcan Gas Company uh, on the Hit List Comedy Show. Fuck yeah. That's a great show, dude. I'm excited. Yeah. I haven't done it. Um, let's see. Next. Yeah, yeah, that won't be out yet. Um, in April, I've got some shit too. So check me out on Jamie Gravy, yep. uh, at Jamie underscore Gravy on Instagram, Jamie Gravy Facebook. That's where I post all my good shit. Uh, a lot of Austin stuff coming up, which is good. Fuck so yeah. yeah, same here while I got, uh, while I have my hiatus from Eddie right now. So that's awesome. Doing some man. local stuff and keeping it moving, baby. Well, you're a murderer, dude. I highly recommend if you're in Austin or around Texas or, uh, you know, you do San Antonio and Dallas quite a bit, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do Dallas a lot. Check this fucking guy out, man. Get on it. He's absolutely hilarious and and a really good hang. He'll uh, He's notorious for jumping off stage and going to the bar and just buying drinks for everybody. So... <laughs> <laughs> damn it chad no so uh yeah give him a follow <laughs> Thanks, and man. uh and thank you again so much for being here man this was fucking great uh, yeah really appreciate it yeah likewise brother awesome uh that's been cultivator of weird man mason smith is gone but you can check him out on instagram mason e smith and uh his podcast is high noon underscore pod um you guys are fucking amazing thanks for listening and hanging out we'll be back next week with a, uh, another great episode i'll see you all soon